Welcome back, everyone, to another brand new episode of Deep Thoughts with the Dixons. I'm so glad that you guys could join us. And for those of you that are new to our show, thank you for joining us today. We're so happy that you're giving us a chance. Today's topic is a good one. It's something very close to me, and I believe it's something that we've all have been guilty of in some way, shape, or form. And it's about throwing away your past throwing away your past story that you subconsciously keep hanging on to and rewriting a new one. So in this episode, you're going to learn how to get rid of your bad negative story, how to to stop replaying it incessantly in your mind, and even to recognize that you may be subconsciously holding on or replaying a negative story that's now affecting your current um, reality and life. The third thing you'll learn is how to create a new healthy story for yourself and then some examples. So I like to think of this as life is just one big long story. You know, earlier in the week, Brian had mentioned in the last episode that, you know, you want each chapter to be colorful in a book. You don't want to read the same chapter over and over again. And so we fail to look at life that way, which prevents us from taking risks. It prevents us from like kind of having fun and doing what we want to do, maybe making positive changes in our life so that we have a positive outcome. We forget to do that because we don't look at life as a book or as a long story sometimes. And the reason being is because we get caught up in the middle of it. You know, we get caught up in the story. We become the character and we get so attached to our experiences, good and bad, our emotions, our feelings, and what we have to do to just survive, that we're not very good at being objective or bouncing back when something negative occurs for us. So when that happens, we tend to play the victim, which comes with it being attached to the victim identity, you know, wanting to be saved by other people, latching onto your old story of whatever it may be that you're telling yourself, because Now you're not held accountable for your actions. You're not held accountable to make positive changes in your life. You're not held accountable to go out there and act and change your life yourself because you just want to hold on to this like, well, this happened to me, you know, or I always try to look for a good guy and I can't find him or I've been divorced two times. I'll never find the right person or I've been looking for a job for a year and nobody will hire me. Whatever your story is that you're consistently and constantly replaying in your head you're doing it for a reason and that's because you like to play victim whether you want to admit that or not and playing victim subconsciously helps you make feel better because you're not held accountable to make the right changes to your life now and so it's like a comfort space it's a comfort zone and we've all been there we've all done it there's nothing wrong with it it's just let's all acknowledge that and how can we come out of it you know Think of this. I'll go through some examples. I'll use a job example first. Um, You have a career change and you're looking for a job and you're having a difficult time finding a job in an industry that you want now. You know, you're at that point where you want something inspiring and something motivating and something good and still something that can make you really, really good income. And it's been about a year and you still can't find something. This all begins to manifest very negatively in in your subconscious mind. And that's not to say, you know, like... We're not superheroes, right? Like, you, you, of course, you have some negative feelings about this. And your your confidence is down now. And it's been the same old thing for you for a year. And you've really tried. And you have gone out there for interviews. And you've, like, you've started to network. You have pushed the envelope, okay, so to speak. But you still can't find one. 
So a year later, you start to doubt your capabilities or your ability to be financially independent ever again. And so you now begin to project onto your spouse or your partner to kind of pick up the slack, you know, and expect them to make more money or expect them to go out there and gun harder for you or expect them to ease up on how they handle the financial resources in the house and kind of share with you a little bit more, whatever the case may be. And meanwhile, you're still going down this like, you know, emotional roller coaster of just depleting your confidence levels, losing self-faith completely in yourself and your abilities. All of this is happening because you have now began to start shifting into victim mode. And now you want to stay in victim mode because you're sick of trying. You don't want to try anymore. You don't want to go out there anymore. You want to give up now. You don't feel like this area, the city that you're living in is for you now because you can't find a job now. It all starts to parlay in all these different ways. It starts to manifest itself in all these different thoughts and different beliefs. And with it also comes your mindset of, I don't have to look for a job. I don't have to be the one to make money. I don't have to do anything anymore. It's just not for me. This isn't working for me. I already tried. And that continues to happen for you now. Now when you were trying and you weren't getting a job and now you're really not trying, you continue to manifest being financially dependent on somebody else. And now you've completely lost the faith for the present moment and your future to ever be financially independent. So you're always forever expecting to be financially dependent on somebody. So you see how hanging on to your past story of the one year of not finding a job is now hindering your present life and is now negatively affecting your future life and what it could potentially be. Listening to this example, anyone listening could be like, yeah, Nina, well, what is somebody supposed to do if they can't find a job? You know, like what if it's not happening? And I have this to say, two things can happen. You can change your perspective, delete that story out of your subconscious mind and work on it really work on that and try again in a different industry, in a different manner, maybe in a different city, whatever, maybe tweak something in in your approach. Or you will create a new innovative way to make your own income and be your own boss. You know, something will happen. Obviously, we're not here meant to just like float around without any financial independence. No, we all deserve it. And we all can achieve that. So You can't get to these two steps and you can't attract these two steps until you stop replaying that same negative story over and over again to yourself, to your family members, to your significant other, to your spouse, you know, to anyone out there, really. You have to kind of like take it back and be like, all right, a year didn't work, but maybe I wasn't ready a year ago. Maybe the opportunity that's meant for me wasn't even open a year ago. And now I got to try again and I have to, you know, figure it out and I won't stop till I do find it. And I'm going to change my perception on this now. Um, Another example is people in relationships or, you know, love life. We've all had a friend who says, oh, there's no good guys out there. Or, you know, now in my age group, it's like, oh, I've been divorced two times. Marriage is just not for me, you know. These people consistently tell themselves this bad negative story and because of it, they don't want to date anymore or they are not emotionally available 
to have an adult relationship when dating so things don't go past a certain point anymore for them. And their excuse or their reasoning is, well, it never worked out for me anyway. Marriage was never for me. I've been divorced like three times now. Or every time I go on a date, like I just leave, you know, the guy never calls me back or the girl never calls me, whatever the case may be. You have this excuse that you fall back into almost like, well, I'm the victim here. You know, there's just nobody good out there for me or I'm not good at relationships or I'm not a deep guy. I'm not I'm not an emotionally available woman to be an adult relationship. You know, I'm just looking for some fun. That's our subconscious way of masking the issue. And you're still playing the same negative experience or relationship issues or dating issues that you've had time and time again. If you just woke up every day and started fresh without letting yesterday so negatively affect you and your beliefs and so negatively dictate your actions and attitude towards your life, you wouldn't have repeat scenarios. You know, you would have changed behavior, changed actions, a plan, and then lots of methodical execution on that plan. And you would, will get where you want to go. But it's all about letting that specific story go. So what are some steps that you could take to kind of get your mind ready into like letting that story go? And before I get into the the steps, let me use a third example because not everybody's dealing with relationship stuff or financial issues. I think health is another big one. I think when somebody gets ill or grows up in a home where people, maybe someone, you know, got a rare disease or something or cancer or heart attack, whatever, it kind of subconsciously sits in your mind a little bit. I don't have experience with this, thank God, but I know people who have. And they tend to think that it's going to happen to them or that it's hereditary or if they do what they did, they're going to get it, you know, or they tend to just assume the worst and they're like, okay, well, getting these diseases is just a normal part of life and that's how people pass. I that's another bad story that somebody's replaying based on their experiences. And for that, again, you want to say, stop letting your experience from the past dictate your life now. If you know of something, then change it. Be a healthier person. You know, eat a different diet. You know, live a different lifestyle than those people that you saw that that, that got ill. You know, don't stay there. And become victim to that and just give up in life. You have to replay a new story for yourself. You have to get out of that funk and take your power back for yourself. So here are some steps. Right here, right now, in this moment while listening to this podcast, you guys have to accept one fact. That your past is not your present or future. It's something that I had to do. These are steps that I made up myself And this is how I got myself out of replaying my old stories. And I literally just one day a a switch went off for me. And I, you know, I thought after reading a lot of self-help books, that is. And a switch went off and I was like, you know what? I'm going to accept that my past does not dictate my now. My fears from this past story or from this past scenario that maybe happened more than once has nothing to do with my present moment or the next opportunity or my future. It can be different. It will be different. And if it's not, I will keep at it till it is different to my liking. And it was a, it was a shift in perspective. It was a belief 
it was a a conviction in my heart almost that I just refused to let it go because I wanted to change so badly and I wanted a different life for myself so intensely. I had no choice but to give in to this and say, okay, I don't care if something has happened 50 times. I don't care if I have lost at this thing 10 times in the last five years. I don't care. I'm going to keep at it and I'm going to keep my faith and I'll tweak my plan as I was going to approach this scenario in my life. So accept it that your past has nothing to do with your now and has nothing to do with your future. You control that narrative right there. Step two is you have to believe that you are deserving of something better. Whatever it is that your heart is resisting to or whatever it is that your heart is hanging on to from the past that makes you feel sad, depleted, lack of confidence or not good enough or whatever it is, like you're not a good partner, you're not making enough money or you know, you're fearful of some like disease that's in your family, whatever it may be, get to a place of like, no, but I'm here for a reason. This is what I used to tell myself. I'm here for a reason and my heart wants to thrive. I want to flourish in this area of my life. I want to enjoy it. I want to be happy all the time. I want to just be inspired and motivated. I want to fix this area of my life. And I don't want the whole replay of this old story. And I deserve that. I deserve a break in that. So when you come to that belief and you come to the place of I deserve it, like I am, I love myself enough to tell myself like I deserve it and it doesn't have to be a repeat scenario. Again, it's going to be a shift in your emotional realm now. The first one was a shift in your perspective where you just accept that your past does not dictate your present or future. The second step is a shift in your emotional vibration and your emotional state on how you feel. You feel deserving. You feel worthy of it. You don't feel like a victim of the past. You know that you deserve what it is that you want so badly. Step three is to learn and accept that you too played a part in this negative past story. You let it perpetuate. You let it happen. You engaged with it and you gave it too much power for too long. All you had to do was move on from it and let it go. But you hanging on to it and your attachment to it and your attachment to that victim mentality of like, I just can't anymore or it's not for me or I've already tried. I've already been there. That's your fault. And that's an action that you failed to take. You went the opposite way that you were supposed to go. Okay, things happen for us not to us. And you took it as this happened to me as opposed to this happened for me. Example, maybe you keep having failed relationships because you keep going after the same type of person who's not good for you. Maybe you keep having failed relationships because you don't know yourself enough yet because you're not clear on what type of person you want. Maybe you have failed relationships because you're an extremely jealous individual who's very insecure, so you have to work on yourself first. Okay, there's so many things that go into this. Maybe you didn't get that job for the past year and you've been trying, trying, trying because you're not actually applying to jobs that you really want. Maybe you don't want a traditional job. Maybe you want to be your own boss. Maybe all you want to do is start a blog. 
you know, like you have to get very honest with yourself and realize that you may be part of that past bad story that you keep replaying and using as an excuse for today and tomorrow. Step four, this is the action part. Start and start again and start fresh. After you do these first three steps, you're physically, you have a new perspective, you're emotionally in a new place, you've taken accountability now for your new life, for your old one and your new one, and now the fourth one is, I'm going to do something about it. And I'm not going to let the past creep in my head anymore. It's a fresh, clean slate for myself, and it's a fresh, clean slate for my health, for my relationships, whatever it is that you're trying to fix, um, your financial situation, the job you know, hunt, whatever you're looking for. And you say like, I'm not going to self-destruct my present moment or my future by allowing my mind to play its own tricks on me and keep bringing up the past in my head and falsely making me believe that that's going to happen again, that that negative outcome is going to happen again to me. No, let it go. And the last part is you just go for it. You put pen to paper, take action, put a timeline on it and just do it for yourself. Literally, Each new day is a fresh start and that's how I've been looking at my life lately. This is a personal like example. You'll notice that Brian's not in on this um, episode because it's something that I was randomly inspired to create today and talk about. Each new day is a fresh start. If we wake up and say thank you, don't look at your cell phone, write in your journal Get into that right frame of mind, that good mental headspace where you're motivating yourself, you're excited for your day, you're grateful for how far you've come and you just press on through your day and live and live happily and gratefully like I get to do this. I get to get the you know man of my dreams. I get to have the woman of my dreams. I get to have the job. I'm going to find that job. It's going to come to me at the right time in the right way and I will you know put a little bit of time towards it every single day. Whatever you're whatever you're trying to get. And whatever story you're trying to erase and rewrite now, focus on that in a very happy way. Then comes your confidence. Then comes your action. Then comes the change. And now you get to sit back and reap the rewards. So all you have to do is shift your perspective, change your emotions and make it a positive belief, become confident, act on it, let the change happen, and then sit back and enjoy it. That's all you got to do. Sometimes... The reason, you know, to under, I I go back and forth because I think it's very important to understand why we do what we do because then sometimes things seem so silly and it's so easy to get over them and like, you know, change your habits. But why is it that we replay these stories in our head? Why do we hang out in this victim mode and keep believing that the next boyfriend will still be shit or my next marriage will probably be failed again because I've already failed at two marriages Or the next corporate job will suck too because I'm just not cut out for the corporate world. Whatever it is that you're telling yourself that's stopping you from living your best life. Why do we do that? It's because the victim mentality state, it's it's a very manipulative little monster. You know, for some of us, we like to be saved. We like the attention subconsciously. Others, we don't want to be held accountable anymore because we're just tired. And not having to be held accountable means we don't have to do anything anymore. We could just sit back and blame the story. You know, like, "Mm, I've been looking for a year, haven't found a job. No, it's not for me. Relationships are not for me. It's like a cop-out almost 
from having to do the real work that it takes to build a very good life in all in all your areas of your life. For example, it's going to take a lot of emotional growth and self-reflection and a lot of changes for somebody to step up and say, my two marriages failed because I wasn't the best of me. I didn't try hard enough. I didn't change as a person. I wasn't emotionally available. I don't even know how to tap into my emotions and have a real adult conversation about my feelings with somebody. I don't know how to be deep with somebody past a certain level. That all that takes years, months and years of work to get to that point and then be in a healthy relationship. Another example, it takes a lot of work to reinvent yourself and realize that maybe your skill set is not what's necessary in the working world anymore. It takes a lot of work, emotional work and physical work to realize I have to keep looking for a job, but maybe I don't want a regular job. It takes work to get out of your old story and to make changes based on what it is that you want so that what you want and what you're doing right now aligns together to give you what your heart wants. And people don't want to do that work, right? Not on a physical level, not on an emotional level, not on a you know mental level. People just don't think about the work. They want something really bad. They want it to manifest. You know, their desire is 100% there, but they just don't want to do the work that it takes to get there. I have a tip um, that I recently heard, which is exactly what actually inspired me to record this episode. Apparently, Beyonce knows before when she was Beyonce, she used to sing like Christian songs or something. Don't quote me on that, but you know, like religious music. And she had a little bit of trouble trying to break out of that to become like this huge pop star, right? And she was very young at the time. And I'm pretty sure her family is like very religious too, or her dad is. And there's a trick that she used. I don't know if she knew she was doing this or what, but it's something I heard on a different podcast. So I'm not going to take credit for this tip, but I thought it was really good. And I had to share it with anybody who's listening. She would, in order to help her push past her current story, which was how am I ever going to be this major pop singer in these conservative clothes, seeing this conservative music, like, you know, how do I get out of this? It's a lot of work. I don't have the confidence for it. You know, no one's going to want that because this is what I've been doing. I've only been singing this kind of music. This is all I'm known for. This is all I've worn. You know, playing that same old story, not understanding like how to break out of it. She created what I want to call an alter ego called Sasha Fierce. And in doing that, she was able to I don't want to say pretend, but she was able to activate that person and become that person, like that star, okay? That woman up there who's, you know, super feminine and like all about womanhood and singing her little heart out and wearing whatever she wanted to wear. Basically what we would consider a major pop star today, you know, that's what she did. That required her to do a lot of work, but it started on a mental level first, Like I explained in the four or five steps I just talked about, she had to mentally get to a place of, I want this, but like, look at the place I'm at right now. Like, how am I going to get there? No one's going to take me seriously. No one's going to give me this chance or opportunity. Like, this is what I've been singing. 
and I'm never going to be able to sing the really the songs that I want. I'm never going to be able to become as big as I want. So she creates this alter ego and steps into it. And in assuming this alter ego and activating this Sasha fierce person, she sings whatever she wants to sing. She wears whatever she wants to wear. So she starts with the mental aspect of it, then assumes that personality and then starts to become it and create from a place of Sasha Fierce and not from a place of Beyonce anymore and does this for a very long time until eventually she becomes this huge pop singer and this huge star and like all this fame that she wanted or sing whatever she wanted and wear whatever she wanted. And I think that that is very applicable to all of us today. When I say that we should mentally take ourselves into that spot right now and wake up in the morning and get ourselves into that mental headspace, that's exactly what I mean. You should wake up and assume whatever it is that you want to become or be. You want to be happily married? Wake up and assume it and become it. Act like a happy married individual. Be in love with life. Smile, you know. Do things. The Secret, which I talk about this book all the time on this podcast by Rhonda Byron Byrne. Don't know how to say her last name. She specifically has exercises in for like for people to find true love. And there are millions of people who have found it. And she said, she's like, you wake up in the morning, you sleep on one side of the bed, have another pillow for your future partner. It sounds ridiculous, I know, but it works. You know, get out of bed. Stop saying you're never going to find somebody. Stop saying that you're a failure at marriages because of your past divorces. Become a new person. The, the thing that you want so bad, become that person and start acting like it. Start behaving like it. Start believing like it. You know, start making those changes. When you do that, it's easier to make the change. For example, when Beyonce activated her Sasha fierce alter ego, it was easier for her to dress like that. It was easier for her to sing that kind of music. It was easier for her to write those lyrics of non-Christian songs or whatever she was singing at the time. It's easier to make those changes and it's a good tool and a good way to eventually become comfortable where you're not really pretending anymore. You're just being you. And it kind of gives you this little comfort cloak almost over you where like I get to play and I get to be whoever I want to be. And it helps you make the tangible, real solid change in your life that then brings forth the change for you. And you can actually live out your dream that you want so badly. There's a couple of books on this topic that I want to share with you guys that I read years and years ago. The first one is The Power of Your Story by Jim Lower. The second one is Rewrite Your Story, Reshape Your Life by Dan Fowler. And the quote for today is, every day is a new opportunity to change your life. You have the power to say, this is not how my story ends. This was like a perfect one. I don't have to explain it. It's pretty self-explanatory, but it's literally, you can't replay the past. You have to look at each day when you wake up. It's just another chance. And it's in your hands. It's in your mind. It's in your emotional it's in your emotional beliefs and in your perspective that holds the key to the change that you want so badly. But you got to let go of the past first. You have to stop being so scared of the past happening again because it's happened so many times. Um, I'll give you another example while I was just talking. 
Howard Schultz, I think his name is, is the guy who owns Starbucks. He was denied a bank loan 242 times when he was starting Starbucks. If after the 50th time, you know, he was always scared and just was like, I've tried to get a loan 50 times. This just is not for me. It's not for me. It's not going to happen. Like I'll never, you know, create Starbucks and I'll never be successful. Like 50 banks have denied me. Well, then he would just keep replaying that story. And today he might have been just a normal employee and not the CEO and owner of this huge, very successful brand that we now know as Starbucks. You know, you can't let your past story define your now. If you want something bad enough, go after it. I will say that in doing this, when I talked about the Sasha Fierce tip a couple minutes ago, I would suggest that you guys, if someone wants to really take this on, do it for 90 days. I'm big on 90 days. I don't know why. Personally, for me, it just works. Some for 30, some for 60, some for 90. But for me, if I wake up and like reprogram my mind to think a certain way, after nine, within 90 days, I start to act that way or I start to believe it or I start to be more positive. Whatever the case is, whatever my end goal is, it starts to happen within the 90 days. And almost always... After 90 days, at some point, very soon, my manifestation happens. I don't know how. My only trouble has been, and people are like, well, Nino, why aren't you living your dream? My only trouble has been sticking to it for 90 days. So I have fallen off the wagon a few times with certain things in my life, or those things just didn't hold any priority anymore for me, and my focus shifted, so like I didn't care anymore. But if I wanted something bad enough, and I just put myself into that, you know, quote unquote, my version of Sasha Fierce and like read it every single morning, played it out for 90 days straight. I've always manifested whatever it is that I was trying to go after. So I highly, highly suggest it. Guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. I don't think it's a really long one, but I hope it's a quick one filled with value. I hope you got some value out of it. And if you have any thoughts um, any suggestions, any reviews, any anything, and any anything you want to share with me, please never hesitate to reach out to me. You can catch me on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, and I'm always on Instagram. My handle is Nina Pal Dixon. Guys, thank you so much for listening. Have a great rest of your week. Thanks for listening to Deep Thoughts with the Dixons. If you gained any value from this episode, be sure to rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts. <laughs>